Welcome to the Aparavi Podcast, dedicated to points of view, challenges, experiences, and best practices in managing enterprise data. I am Daryl Richardson, the Chief Product Evangelist for Aparavi, the data intelligence and automation company. Good afternoon. Today, we are going to take a look at the topic of PII and what it is. So over the last few months, we've had the opportunity to join webinars and socials and online technology sessions, you know, for because we've been at, at home and kind of locked into seclusion in, in a lot of cases. And since I've been in the governance and compliance field for about 13 years now, I always gravitate towards the data intelligence type webinars just by nature. Um, so I, and I'm starting to see that the true definition of PII and other regulated data types is a bit cloudy for some industry professionals. I recently attended a GDPR type webinar where PII was the focus. The content was rather disappointing. And it would appear to me that the application that they were pushing is missing a lot of what PII data there is to capture and manage. So there are quite a few different versions or, or definitions of PII. However, this this one specific um, definition seems to be the most complete, in my opinion, anyway. Um, and it says that personal identifiable information, or PII, is any data that could potentially be used to identify a person. Examples include a full name, social security number, driver's license number, bank account number, passport number, and email address. So that seems to be a very um, brief definition of what PII is. But what types of data is actual PII. According to many uh, leaders in the industry, PII data would, would include metadata fields or columns that include, you know, your name, your date of birth, telephone number, mobile number, email address, uh, U.S. postal address, U.S. mailing address, and uh, more regulated types of PII uh, might be, you know, your credit and debit card numbers, bank account numbers, driver's licenses, uh, tax ID numbers, medical records numbers, passport numbers, social security numbers, um, to name just a few of the main ones. Um, this data certainly would be considered PII, and I don't think there's any question about this. Uh, but what are other types of data uh, that are considered PII? I, I'm, I'm sure you guys have filled out, you know, these rewards type programs like for Marriott or, um, you know, a Starbucks or some gas station rewards program where, you know, you spend a certain amount of money and you get credit towards a card and they give you money back, you know, or discounts on something, you know, for instance, like a, a hotel chain or, uh, or, or coffee shop rewards might give you like half price coffee or, or uh, allow you to build up enough points to stay in the hotel for free for a night. But when you fill out these reward applications, they ask for quite a bit of what I would consider general information. However, so some of these rewards programs go a lot deeper. They ask questions that you have to fill in in order to complete the registration as well in order to enroll into the program. Is this data being freely given um, you know, to the organization so they can use it to however they want to use it. If you look at regulated data types like CCPA or GDPR, you know, what some of the stipulations or provisions onto those accounts basically say that if you're willing, uh, you know, you're willing to give that information to them, they're going to 
perceive to pay you back uh, as being part of this rewards program. So the data that you're giving them is, you know, they, they can actually turn around and say, well, I'm giving you something for that so I can use it for whatever I want to use it for. Right. You know, so um, but if you look at some of the different types of information that they ask for on some of these, you know, it's very um, analytical uh, based information and, and what I call sensitive data types and sensitive data types rarely point to a single individual, but they help build genomic profiles or area based profiles for um, used in statistics, you know, like data collection um, and, and these what I call data collection authorities will resell the data for analytics or genomics in certain geographic areas. So what is the difference between personal and sensitive data? So personal information is something that could be directly tied back to you, um, whereas the sensitive data types are the fields like biometric data or ethnicity or genetic data, um, login credentials, religious preferences, political affiliations, um, your level of education, uh, your gender, um, certain health data, your marital status, sexual orientation, trade union affiliations, um, and, and some other things. While these uh, data types are not specifically collect collected to directly relate to an individual. This data is stored for uh, the analytical purposes. However, there are some that feel they would rather not answer these questions due to the sensitive nature or a possible fear of being discriminated against. And, and this is for a good reason. You know, some organizations have been fined and, and their reputation has been severely damaged by not employing or granting loans or working with certain individuals um, that they got that information from these sensitive data types. You know, so the discrimination part of this is something that's, you know, people are very sensitive of. Should we be providing sensitive data information? Uh, I mean, in my my professional opinion, I, I say no way. Organizations that force their com consumers to provide this type of data could be potentially harmful for you, the consumer. Um, I mean, any organization that forces you to add more data to join their rewards program or apply for a loan or attend classes that should opt out, uh, I, I believe you should opt out of providing this information because the risks far outweigh the rewards that you're going to get. Uh, in the case of California, there you know, are, as a part of the CCPA, uh, one of the requirements is there's an opt out button. Right. So what that means is that if the business is doing, you know, they, they do operations in California and they're collecting this type of PII or sensitive information and you click the opt out button on their website, that means they cannot in any way, shape or form pass that information along or sell it to a third party data collection company. And if they do, I mean, they, you know, you could bring them up, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, take them to court or do whatever you need to do and collect money from them. And some of the fines can get pretty, pretty stringent, you know, but if you look deeper into the different provisions, one of these things, one of these provisions is the willingness to 
provide information based on like a rewards program or something. So even though you put an opt out function, the potential for them to still distribute your sensitive data information is still there because it falls into one of these provisions where the rewards program is actually a way of them paying you for that information. So you really have to be careful about that. Another thing about the sensitive data types is that a lot of tools out in the market today, they don't pick up the sensitive data. They pick up the PII stuff, which is the easy stuff, you know, with the the social security numbers or driver's license or credit card information. Sure, they all pick up that, but not not all of them understand that the sensitive data that's related to you based on some of those items that I listed above or, or earlier would be one of those things that you would have to also collect and delete if I requested it, right? Hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. So I hope, I hope this kind of sheds some light on, uh, on what PII truly is. Operavi's data intelligence and automation platform, you know, we can locate all types of PII, not just the name and the bank account and the driver's license and the credit card, but we also detect the sensitive data types as well. You know, so you you can be rest assured as an organization using the platform that you're going to be able to uh, you know, locate this data when you need to locate it. And, you know, if somebody says, you know, they want to be, you know, all of their data removed because it's a GDPR or CCPA thing, you're be- you're going to be able to find all the data that is sensitive or PII um, based and, and remove that data. So anyway, I hope this helps and I hope everybody has a great week and uh, I look forward to the next one. So everyone have a great day and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Operavi Podcast. For more information, see operavi.com or contact us directly via email at info at You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for the latest news tips and insights on data intelligence and automation. We'll be back soon with more episodes, so if you found today's topic useful, please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks, and see you soon.